episode 17. 17, right? 17. 17. Somebody said pod. Uh, Josh what? Allen. What about him? It's the Josh no. Allen episode. Uh, is that the best 17 we can come up with? Oh, seven. Oh, no, Char- Charlie 17. Ward. Charlie, Charlie Ward. Ward. I will take Charlie over Josh Allen. Devontae Adams. Go Devontae. I definitely take Devontae over. You know, we should do that every show. Every show, mm-hmm. the number like we gotta we gotta come up with an athlete. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Jake Delhomie. That's kind of your thing. Jake Delhomie. Jake Delhomie. I couldn't stand that guy. What the seventeens are out there? Uh, Let's go basketball. Oh, um, Flyers. Brenda Moore, number seventeen. I got Alex Kalorn, no, your Hawaii. guy. Um, number seventeen. Uh, the black guy. He was also a flyer. I think he was 17. Who? He's on the, I think he got traded to the Maple Leafs. He's like oh, the one, the one black guy who was fighting. Yeah. Simmons. He was 17, I was believe. He? I believe so. Sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> so will we just go eight eight deep on 17s? Plexico. Nice. Plexiglass. Cheddar Good Bob call. himself. Good call. Okay. Plexiglass. There's got to be some more 17s we're missing. Probably. It's probably There's got to be some quarterbacks too. That Wait, were... Juju's 17, ain't he? 19. No. 19. Doug right. Williams, first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Nice. That's top five. Nice. Seventeen. Top five, top five, top five. There it is. Then Brandon Mayweather Merriweather from the Miami. Wear t- 17 at Miami? Yeah. I think he did. Safety. Did he wear 17? I believe he did. Believe. Number's not my thing. I was trying to reach for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Now, and, I, and I feel like I should have been there for you. Yeah. I thought I you was going to catch me. My bad. That's on me. I take you that. You dropped the pass. And there it is. And he just ended it for us. One-stop shop. Everything sports, including random jersey number trivia. The man to my left is Pump. Yes, sir. The man to my right is Unc Shea. Yep. And as always, you can follow us on social media. Obviously, if you listen to the show, shout out to you for that. But then also follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. We're posting about everything that happens. Uh, there was some some buck stuff that happened today. I had some thoughts about them. I put them on the Twitter. Well, there's really only one actual Bucks thing. I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. But there was another like rumored Bucks thing. Everybody thought we were going to get Julian Edelman. But he's hanging him up. Sure. He's hanging him up. But he don't need him as he should. Yeah, he don't need him. Sure, Hall of, Hall of Famer. No, no, no. I think nah. he's on the outside looking in. Got to be. He's, look, no. he's looking in the room. As long as it took To to get in, they better not let Edelman <laughs> in there. You never know. Man, April twenty ninth, nineteen ninety two. I start a riot. <laughs> <laughs> they better not let him up in there. Nah, I'm not. I'm not with it. No, I'm not with it at all. This show and pretty much everything we do is brought to you by uh, our sponsors. So first, as always, shout out to them. Shout out to the Red Lady Red Punch. Red Lady Rum Punch, my bad. Which we need to find another, we need to get us another bottle of that. We do. He we did do. He did post that he restocked today, so I reached okay. out to him. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, not, got, I'm not drinking for a while, so. I got 10 on that. That's not true. Rough weekend, huh? Yeah. That's not true. Miss, yeah. Well, for a while, it might be the rest of the week for me. I don't think you make it the rest of the week. Oh, wow. I'm giving you... You're going to set the Friday over Friday at 12 or 1 a.m. Friday at 12. What, what's that? See, well, now, four days? But now you'll four intentionally days. not do it yes. just to be petty. You know, yes. Just, I shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how my petty set up. Yeah. Staying on me. I should have just let it happen. Thank you. Just keep a was, number in your head that's not four. And see if right. it does. I'm going to pick a different day and time <laughs> yeah. and not tell you. That's that's fine. Tell tell Unc. 
All right. No, I'm in on this too. I got a number too. You got one too? Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Okay. I like this. All right, let's 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 make it happen. Which my day could be next week sometime. It could be. So how long are you willing to hold out? I'm I'm I'm, I'm in. I'm in for the long run. You sure? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We'll see. Right, let's plan so, a get together at my house. Listen, <laughs> listen, write it down, give the number to the fox, and then we'll we'll see where we at. We'll right. see. All right. I'm here. <laughs> the show is also brought to you by the official law office of the Somebody Said Podcast. That is the law office of Quentin Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt. Please reach out to him. Wrongful deaths, slip and falls, dog bites, which summertime's coming up. Dogs be out. Mm-hmm. People be out. Mm-hmm. It's dog bite season. It is. It is. Uh, state planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney, general civil litigation, business, general counsel, representation. So if you indi- if you indulge a lot in that red lady, you probably want to keep him nearby. Yes, sir. Well, for this week, as always, as every other week, we've got good content lined up. There was a sporting event where a couple of our hosts were actually in attendance. Mm-hmm. 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 So we'll, we'll break that down a little bit. Uh, we've got some NBA stuff. We're going to do NBA Somebody Said Game. We're going to talk about NFL draft prospects. I think we're going top 10. Top 10. And this is like top 10 just players, not by position, not by need, just in general, right? The 10 best players, what are we doing? Are we going around the room and just throwing names out or are we having our separate list? I feel like it's going to be a lot of overlap. Yeah. 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 I was going to say either that or, I mean, I been seeing some weird stuff about where certain players just might fall within the top 10 picks period like some names that i think should be in there but on certain mock drafts they're not it's kind of weird i guess you just do okay. your personal your personal right. top 10 all right cool the bulldogs yeah bulldogs yeah, oh, wow. not so fast midget not so fast well let's start out with this review of a festivity that you all engaged in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys made that uh that little four hour drive. I ten by ten. I ten by ten. Good old Tallahassee. Good times. Mm-hmm. Spring game. I'm just leave it open. This is this is y'all. <sighs> Go for it. Well, you know what surprised me because normally Miami and Florida fans are talking about us on Twitter, but they I didn't. Were. I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't on my, at least my Twitter feed. I didn't see nothing like oh. These plays are terrible or they don't look good. Only thing I saw was, does Florida State look that small this year? Did you see that one? <laughs> Actually, so, I saw it from a Florida State fan. It was a Florida State yeah. fan? Yeah, he was like, is it me or do we look small? I saw a Miami fan and then a bunch of Gator fans jumped in the comments with well, him. Well, that's because the people in Gainesville have nothing better to be doing. Yeah, so if that's the only thing that's out there on us from that game, I'm okay with it. It's- yeah, it's a I mean, spring game, though. Yeah, but there's still some... To me, I felt like there was a lot of content that you could pull from that. Me and Unk were kind of talking mm-hmm. you know, before the show. And two of the biggest things that popped into my head were the quarterback play and the O-line play, which, mm-hmm. you know, at least one of those things, the O-line play is something that's been plaguing us since Jameis was there his last year. Mm-hmm. And years. they just can't seem to get it right. And from the little bit that I saw, that you, I mean, you really can't tell in a scrimmage, right? right? Where quarterbacks are pretty much playing two hand touch, right? 
they they still don't look that great. I know they got some injuries on there. I, I, I know some of their starters are out, but that means depth wise, they're not good. Wait, wasn't there a lady somewhere behind y'all who said they keep calling a sack every time a quarterback gets touched? <laughs> To to oh shoot to shoot God. the D line the O line some bail. Uh, Jermaine Johnson he's a monster. He's been okay. transferred from Georgia. Mm-hmm. He yeah. looks the part. He just you want him to walk off the bus first. Right. <laughs> that's the kind Fair of enough. that's the kind of guy he is. I don't know how it's going to translate when it's real games, but he yeah. was wreaking havoc. Mm-hmm. But to Pump's point, the the O line it's like they didn't take a step back, but they didn't take a step forward. It's like. You don't know what right. what it is right now, right. and yeah. there's a lot of injuries. Zane Heron, he he's been out since last year. Levante Love Taylor, who's arguably our best O lineman, that's mm-hmm. not saying much, but he's consistent, mm-hmm. and he's a six year senior, so he didn't play. So hopefully, with them coming back for the season, along with the recruits coming in, we could see something different. What I enjoy seeing was McKenzie and how he responded to a game situation because based on what I was reading in the articles from practices uh, Jordan Travis was beating him out and that could come from him learning the playbook and not being fully confident but he's a gamer mm-hmm. and we saw that uh, there was two dimes to the two freshman wide receivers um, McCain and uh, Josh Burrell deep balls you could walk them to him mm-hmm so that was good to see. Um, we're still young. It's a lot of freshmen and sophomores, so that's a good sign. And I was excited. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't feel like there was enough for me to be like, oh, man. But I feel like Florida State is at that point where it looks like they're prepared to at least take a step forward. Right. Now, again, they've taken – several steps back right. over the last few years. But, I mean, any any progress you want to see. Yeah, a step could be six wins. That, Absolutely. That, yeah. it, it, it could be. It could be getting – hey, listen, that sounds – for 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 what that program is, even that name, that sounds like, man, we're really getting happy over seeing six wins. But That's to, exactly how it sounds. No, nah, we're not – but no, me and Pump, we're not naive. We're realistic fans. Some fan bases – Usually. Stop it. <laughs> when it comes to LeBron, you know I, I, I go crazy about that. But when my team ain't good, I'm going to tell you, hey, we're not good. Yeah, they're not good, and they haven't been good for a while. This team, I think, is 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 okay. They're learning how to win. They're, learn, they're trying to build a culture, mm-hmm. and it, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not. It's, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Probably better than you guys do. <laughs> so again, I mean, like they they have they have playmakers. I feel again. One thing I was I was saying to Unc, like I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that in that quarterback room because I, I I feel McKenzie gives Florida State the best option. Jordan Travis, he's he's a home run hitter, right? Every game you can probably count on him to make one big play, but that's always going to be with his legs. Every now and then, he's going to give you that one pass, that one deep ball, that one out route where you just sit there and say, man, if you could just do that more consistently, he'd be scary. And I don't think that that's ever going to happen. No, that's that's, the that's thing. not who he is. So if McKenzie can at least get that that offensive passing game, that passing game going, then again, it opens up your playmakers in the run game. Because right. Florida State's been one-dimensional with Jordan Travis because he's going to run the ball. Right. You're not going to depend on him 
to, is there seriously a QB competition though? Like on the, so from the outside looking in, I'm looking at you're talking about Mackenzie Milton mm-hmm. versus Jordan, Jordan Travis, Travis. Mm-hmm. and we saw what Jordan Travis could do, mm-hmm. albeit you know first year new head coach, COVID right. season, no real spring ball, mm-hmm. no real summer. Fall was weird. You mm-hmm. know, so with all of that. In consideration, mm-hmm. looking at what Jordan Travis was able to do, which he makes the pop plays. He mm-hmm. makes those plays where there's nothing there. He makes something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. But to be a consistent winning team, it doesn't seem like he has what it takes throwing the ball to do it. So then at that point, well, we know McKenzie can throw it. Now, mm-hmm. his mobility obviously coming off the injury with mm-hmm. the infections and the surgeries and which when, when it comes pretty to throwing the, the ball, yeah. when it comes yeah. to throwing the ball, yes, he's head and shoulders. We know McKenzie Milton is. So at that mm-hmm. point, on the outside looking in, I'm like, are we? Is there really a competition, or what are we doing? Not we, but I think it's a competition. But they know who they want to start, and they're not. You don't. You don't want to just hand a guy a job. Well, no. Yeah. Well, you, at you, the end you of the day, the, you do the coach talk mm-hmm. and you play the right. game, and but at the end of the day, fair. as fans, like, come, yeah, I mean, because in all honesty, like. To me, Jordan Travis has been one of the most exciting things that you've seen at quarterback in a minute, which again yeah. is not saying yeah. much. All right. About a minute. James, it ain't been that long since James was there. 2014? It's 2000. Yeah. yeah, seven years. We won a natty seven years ago. That's a seven year gap between not having a. Eight years now, but. Even still. So that's a lot okay. of quarterbacks, especially when you're not talking about guys that have been there in that starting role. Three years, mm-hmm. four years, two year right. starters. Like this has been a it's it's been a carousel of oh, quarterbacks. Absolutely. So to have somebody who again <laughs> will come. No, <laughs> why are you doing? You're enjoying this, but he's, but he's I, being I'm, he's being legit. I'm actually trying to. No, you you are, but you're, the smile on your face when it's, you say it. Funny. He's, he's, still, he's still a jerk. <laughs> he's, at the right. day. he's still a jerk. Canes fan. I can't even agree. I'm just agreeing. Yeah, we don't I mean, really need you. Agree. Said it. I mean, it's true. Absolutely. So, so again, <laughs> Jordan Travis, it seems like him coming in there has given us the best chance to win offensively until usually some of these better defenses figure him out. Like, hey, mm-hmm. make him pass the ball. Right. And he can't do it. So, again, and we have playmakers. That's one thing that Florida State, Miami, Don't they lie. always still seem to have those guys who are playmakers. They're in our right? backyard. <laughs> in the skill positions, we've had them. But it's like if you're gonna make us do one thing, you can have as many skill players you want to. If you don't have some of the best in the in the in the country, they're gonna figure you out and you're like, okay, all you can do is this. Yeah. And that's what they've made Florida State do over the last few years. And for like the Florida State fans that may listen to the show, to give them some sort of excitement for the year, we've never had a quarterback that could throw the ball like this since Jameis. And he may be better a better thrower. He a more accurate thrower than Jameis. So that's something to kind of be excited about. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess my, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm I'm really not trying to be down about that or, or dump on it or anything, but we got McKenzie for what, a season? Probably. Sometimes that's all you need though. I guess, and uh, I guess my only, my only issue with that is, is still, we have now a bunch of unproven guys at the wide out position. Who are young? Who are very young, and we got a couple guys at the running back position that we see promise in. That O line is still very suspect. Yeah, and McKenzie's going to be here for a year. It'd be different if he was here and going to be here next year. We can see what that step forward would be. Right. Which again is my issue. Like is is to your 
to your question, is there a, a quarterback competition? Yes. But at the same time, like, I sometimes debate, should you just roll the dice with Jordan Travis? Like, why even get Mackenzie Milton right now? Just for that one year and to not have something that's behind him that you're going to be tailoring. Like, it's not like you're you're grooming the next guy to come in and now take over, you know, this this offense that's got these weapons and this proven O-line. I mean, I kind of like Tate Rodermaker. <laughs> that boy was getting chewed. I mean, you throw, you throw, yeah. <laughs> he but got I, chewed. I watched the, the film and <clears throat> Norvell was only coaching Tate. It's not, well, he wasn't even talking to uh, Jordan or um, Matt. Uh, McKenzie, mm-hmm. he was just coaching Tate the whole, just on him. Which, I mean, you kind of have to. If you want to bring a young guy on, mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what you see from coaches. My, I think you make a good point, though, about Mac being probably a one-year rental mm-hmm. in the fact that what are you really going to win this year? And, and that's not me trying to, like, dump on the program, but, like, in all honesty, you know, the ceiling for this team is – Probably nine wins. Yeah, it's not the roof. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? So at that point, you know, you're rolling out Mac for a year. Mm-hmm. But maybe, trying to, just me trying to be objective, yeah. maybe giving Jordan Travis an opportunity to step back, mm-hmm. watch somebody who understands the game, the college football game, who has had a measure of success, watching how he handles business. Mm-hmm. That could do Jordan Travis a lot of good. I think now, so. in terms of being on the field, you like to see him earning his stripes maybe a little bit more. He brings a little more diversity to your play yeah. call ability. Jordan Travis is going to get in there running. because he's too, again, he's too dynamic as a... as yeah. a. He's going to have a package. He's too dynamic of yeah. a player just to not have him in there at see, all. Now, I'm not a big fan of that. Now, that I don't like. I don't like the... If you got two quarterbacks, course, you ain't got... I don't like that. Yeah, you don't have any. I get that right. part. So, that part I don't like. But in terms of, in terms of Mac... Now that he's on campus, mm-hmm. there's no way you can't start him. So so I guess in a way, to your point, if if Florida State can come out here and you say if that ceiling is nine wins, that's that's a drastic improvement over the last few years. Right. And yeah. at that point, if that's the case, if that's what recruits are now seeing and they're saying, oh, man, okay, here's Florida State, they're out here beating teams. If we, if we can beat a Notre Dame, if we can beat a Florida, we can get or be competitive with some of these guys with McKenzie Milton and all of a sudden now you're giving to a Feely, you're giving Corbin, you're giving mm-hmm. McDonald, you're giving a bunch of these guys, young guys, that same confidence. Like, all right, we can compete. Give us a chance and we can compete. Yeah. All recruits need is to see that, oh, they just need me. They're building a yeah. program. Yeah. And a lot of times some people want to be a part of that process now. If we're building a program. So yeah, if we can get nine wins, I'll take that. And yeah. now having, uh, you know, recruits say, you know what, I actually might want to be a part of that. No, I don't. I don't think you're gonna sniff nine. I'm just saying in terms of the ceiling. No, I mean, if and, I'm we're, gonna, and we're gonna pay him. If I'm being objective, <laughs> man, let let me hit that Powerball. <laughs> Listen, go for it. Being objective, I don't think you guys get close to nine wins. But if you're talking about like, what is the max out, right? If, if I think if everything lines up for you guys, I think nine is the ceiling. Right. Which. To your point, if you are able to get nine, yeah, I mean, for from a recruiting perspective, that shows a lot. I mean, whether it's, even if it's fool's goal, mm-hmm. they'll buy into it. And, I, and you know, uh, I mean, White Mike has already got good. He's got good yeah. traction going yeah. in the recruiting trail already. My biggest thing is even with McKenzie potentially being the best passer you've had since crab legs and maybe even before him. Hey, I'm not just going to let you say crab legs. Mm-hmm. I'm never mm-hmm. not going to say, say crab his legs. name. Jameis Winston. 
crab legs. I said what I meant to say. Even with that, the offensive line struggles, will that derail anything that Mac honestly can really do? Because to, I feel it's, this is coming from a Miami fan, again, trying to be objective. I think you guys have done a lot of stuff in recent years trying to do the quick pass game. You'll take a shot every now and then up the field, especially when you have Fairy Terry. You know, he's running a lot of nine routes. But for the most part, it's the quick pass game. But eventually... Teams catch on to that. And if you can't protect the quarterback long enough to do some more developing type of, you know, passing plays, you look at, you know, the high-powered passing offenses in the league mm-hmm. or in, in college football in recent years. You look at that LSU offense. You look at what Oklahoma's rolling on every year. A lot of that stuff takes time to develop. Those plays need time mm-hmm. to develop to let those athletes create space, to create separation and get – you know, beat coverage. Mm-hmm. Is the O line even going to be good enough to give Mac and even those young athletes the opportunity to do that stuff regularly or consistently? It's it's hard to say, but it it, it does start with them. If if they're not up to par, he's gonna struggle. Yeah. No matter how good you could throw the ball, how accurate you are, it starts in the trenches. So, I will say they do have a good coach. We, I like our O line coach, um, Atkins. He's he's a good coach. So. Hopefully he could get it turned around, and we're starting to get veterans on the line. There's a six-year senior, uh, a junior guard, and I think Bavion's a senior, our center. So mm-hmm. you got a, a good mix of vet, veteran play and young guys on the line. So hopefully, I'm looking. At, I mean, I'm looking at the schedule, and I think I think those first six weeks will tell a lot of what this season is because outside of that first game against Notre Dame. It's not like they're playing world beaters. They got Jacksonville State, Wake Forest, Louisville, Syracuse, and North Carolina. So, (laughs) I mean, they're beatable. I count. I counted three losses out of that. I feel. I I feel like if they can come out of that four and two, and then the back end, you got Florida and Clemson, and you're gonna lose to Miami again. So. Okay. okay. We hung 70 last year, so I don't know why you're laughing as if I'm just laughing because I just said okay. Yeah. Four straight about to make it five. Hey, hey, this is not you, this is not your time to Fair go enough. on your run. You know what? Fair enough. But in that list of teams you named off the rip, mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame's a loss. I think Louisville is gonna be a loss because they, they they don't play good defense, but I don't I think your defense will be okay. Mm-hmm. Um and again, this is me attempting to be as objective as possible. I don't I I think your defense will be all right, but and we never you know, nobody ever actually addressed it. You do look small, right? Or did it look different in person? That that was not the first in, team. Though. Even in all the clips, like, you know, because I actually follow the account. I've been like trying to do the whole, mm-hmm. oh, I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Let me just not be biased all the time. Mm-hmm. Even in the clips, they look small. I think, I think it was a reach. They'll, they'll if you go down way. the roster and actually look at the size, it's not that far off from Miami. I mean, okay. yeah, they don't they don't look like a JV team. I think, well, I mean, I mean that's what, that's, that's what I felt like it was trying to make it seem I mean, like. like every, but like when you look like you uh, even in the in the standard of Florida State football, like mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody that looked like the D line. I think there was one D tackle who looked physically imposing. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch uh, Johnson. I didn't catch him. I know he's a decent-sized kid. Mm-hmm. I've, I've watched him play when he was at Georgia. But, like, the linebackers look small. No. Nah. No? 
Your corners look small. I think what Dent's your best corner this year. He's what five ten. Dent's not the best corner. Who? It's um, it's it's not him. It's uh, what's Dent's his not name? Our best corner? No. <laughs> Who's our best corner? Right, that's what I'm wondering. It's um, the kid from Miami, uh, Brownlee. <laughs> Brownlee. Oh, Brownlee. He started. Yeah, Jarvis Brownlee. I think he's five ten. He, no, he's like six foot. Is that our best corner? Then we got we got Jerron Jones on the other end. Who? Jerron Jones. He transferred from Mississippi State. He started last year, number seven. Okay. Either I, way, I don't I don't I don't think that they I don't think that they they're that small. small. Okay. No. Yeah, they're not. All right. What? Regardless, I, I, I think they saying. took a snapshot of the the third team and started talking about that. Well, I was actually watching the game. I'm like, ah, oh, that's actually why I put it on. Well, this this joke has kind of been around for since spring ball started. Like every time Florida State puts our clip, everyone's like, "Why wow, they look so little?" But, <laughs> okay. And then the, the I saw the tweets again Saturday, and I'm like, because I was actually watching Miami Hurricanes baseball game, and then I saw the tweets. I'm like, "Oh, spring game is on." You know, I go split screen, throw it on, and I'm like, "Oh, they do look small." Took, took a break from your X Games. Whatever, man. We all agree the X Games is actually good. No, I'm just asking. No, why so, I keep catching? I keep catching straight from X Games. Game. Just took a break from your X Games. I mean, whatever. Anyway, but obviously, in person is always going to give you more of a read than TV or video clips. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, other so. fan bases are always looking for something. Oh, well, of course. That's what part yeah. of what makes it so much yeah. fun. Either way, I'm just ready for the for this season to kick off and see you know what we got on the field. Actually, so. yeah. yeah. Well, you got to wait the week too. Because I think week one could get ugly quick. I want to see. I, I I still want to see what they do. I mean, that's that's a game where if, if you're yeah. a competitor, you get up for that game. Right? Yeah, you right. Want, that's that's on the road too, ain't it? No, it's no, dope. Said, and dope. And we put thirty on them, although we lost okay. at their house. So, so okay. yeah. Again, let's let's, let's see what we got. No, okay. Well, I mean, you should be excited about your season. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's always. Again, I've been a Miami fan. We've been horrendous for the vast majority of my Say it again. my consciousness of college football. Still on the head-to-head, so we can't be that bad. But anyway. <laughs> we talking um, head-to-heads? Every, I mean, <laughs> what else would you be counting? You want to count natties? You don't want to count that. I mean, you, you didn't all right, see we're, all of them. We're going to do this. All right, we're not, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. I mean, but head-to-head, we still own that. But regardless... There's, there has to be something to look forward to. Even in the years where like we're going into the season, even if I'm going into the season, I'm like, okay, Al Golden's gonna get fired this year. That okay. still makes me look forward to the season. There has to be something every year. You know what I mean? Like I can't think of a single season where I'm like completely uninterested, not gonna watch, don't care. Like every year, no, it's, it's, if you love your team, you're going to win college football. See. Yeah, it's exciting. It's, exactly. Until like, you're four and six or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, then you, you just get start to watching the, the good teams. End of the season? No, I still watch. I, for some reason, I still get excited every game. All do I know what's going to happen. Is it excitement or is it just like a, I, you can't not watch? <laughs> it's it, it's a bit of both. Okay. Okay. So then, uh, I mean, I, I can definitely not watch. There's been, a, there's, been a, there's been a lot of Florida State games that I have but you, tuned out. You've sat through more, though. Than me, like, when like the last few years? No, just like when we were years back. on campus. Then y'all lose us every year. You on campus? Yeah, every every year went to the Orange Bowl though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like like 
Again, so good. again, Chris Ricks, you can talk about him all you want to. He took us to the Orange Bowl Ain't every God? single year. Oh, the guy at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned Chris Ricks. <laughs> okay, I, we, I thought I was we, I thought I was just drunk. No. I just I just disregarded what he said. No, apparently it's a real thing. So and then Hearn um, brought it back up. Apparently well, there's well, somebody was a terrible person. Somebody in Tallahassee who thought Chris who thinks Chris Ricks is a god. So he was the only white that. guy at a black bar. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to reserve comment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the season goes. The yeah. great thing about having a podcast is everything is recorded. You'd always go back and revisit. It is. All right. Let's let's take a quick break. Let's let our sponsors do their thing. And then outside of that, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk NFL draft, top 10 prospects. And then we will finish up with a NBA version of the Somebody Said game. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, attorney Clinton Paris, at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the law office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly. And we're back. Well, we said we were going to do it. Now, this is not to be confused with our draft picks. Right? We're going to actually do a draft preview show later in the month. And I think we agreed to go like 1 through 32. Well, we did. Right? And we'll actually do our picks 1 through 32 for the draft. This is not that. This is, t- And this actually stems from a conversation that you and I had on. Uh, where you were like, you asked me, who do I think are the five best players in the draft? Right. So I expanded. I said, let's do 10. Here we are. Right? So here we are. We will save all the, oh, I think so-and-so should go before. We're just going to talk about the best talents. So yep. it, not in no, in no particular order, right? We're not, we're not ranking them one to 10. We're just throwing we're names just, out. We're just talking names. Okay. Who wants to crack it open? Trevor Lawrence. Done. Yep. We all, oh, we all agree. Trevor? Agree. Yes. Okay. So we just go around. Names. <laughs> Give me a name. So that's one. Are, are these, you said these are in no particular order. No particular correct? order. Nope. As long as they fit into the top yep. 10. Top 10 Which again, you think best players in this draft. Devontae Smith. Agree. Not mad at that. Give me Justin Fields. Give me Zach Wilson. That's three. Ugh, I knew in no order, happen. no, I knew, no I particular order though. He's not top ten on my list. He's not okay. No. Best players. Put him to the side, then we'll talk about it. Sure, Zach. Zach is gonna step to the side. Since we're, we got, we're, did you agree though, or was it just one disagree for Zach? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not with Zach Wilson on my top. Okay, 10. so we got a consensus three. So right, we'll Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's out. out. He's out. Okay, uh, Jamar Chase. That's great. Give me Penny Sewell. Give me Kyle Pitts. That's five. That's six. I'm with that. No. 
Oh no no I'm no I'm with oh, it. You, I'm, you, with you, it. I'm, I'm with thinking it. about my oh, next okay. my next guy. I am gonna throw in Trey Lance. I'm not with that. I'm on the. Uh, am I, I didn't see enough. Trey Lance pick. I'm gonna go with Trey Lance. My, was, my Trey Lance, I think, might be your Zach Wilson. It sounds Fair. like it. Fair. Sounds like so it. So we gotta Which, throw him are out. You, are you comparing him to Pat Mahomes? No, no. Oh, okay. I've never. I've, I've. I don't think I've ever seen him throw sideways. Oh, okay. No, but, not, but, not but, falling but, down with his head. But, <laughs> but all it takes <laughs> is one side on throw, right? It's true. It's all it takes. That's what one. I've heard. That's what I've heard. I'm not. I'm okay. not going with that. But that's what I've heard. Side on throw. Pat Mahomes <laughs> done. <right>. Bullying is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Trey sitting to the side. Mm-hmm. So we have a consensus. What six so far? I believe so. Six. We got a consensus six. Is it on me or you? I think it's actually on me. I'm going past Sertain, the second. You wow. took my pick. I think that I'm boy is him. legit. Okay. I think that boy is legit, man. Long, can run, NFL pedigree. Hate that he didn't go to Miami. Hate he didn't go to Florida State. Yeah, fair. I'm going to go with your boy, Jalen Phillips. I almost went Jalen instead of PS2. I almost went Jalen instead of Pierce. I, I mean, think you can't Jaylen, go wrong. I think that boy's a freak. He is. I think he is like to be that big, that fast, that agile. Like that's just not natural. And I think he might have played himself ahead of Greg Rousseau, who was like going into the season a projected top ten pick. I think Jalen might go before him now. But we didn't know what to expect from him going into the season, and he just exploded. Man, but the only knock on it is we don't we didn't get a full serving size of what he could actually do so hopefully we get that in the league and he's he's a freak i think so physically he's a freak i knew he would test really really well i mean you don't become the the number one recruit in the country by chance like that's just it's not how that works There, there has to be something there now whether that develops into actual ability and talent and plays on the field that's different but just physically there has to be something there so do you think playing across from a another elite in May have helped him out. I mean, he college. played against Quincy, who isn't elite though. Quincy's good. Quincy will get drafted, but if he would have played against, if we would have played across from Greg, I'd have been like, "Well, you got to question it, right?" Right? It's almost like, you know, Mac Jones throwing to Devonte Smith. It's like, well, I, it's kind of hard to not put up good numbers. But he played against Quincy, who will be an NFL mm-hmm. draft pick. I think Quincy would be a mid round guy. I can see him going like fourth, fifth round, something like that. Okay, but. If he played against Greg, I'm with you. But I, I mean, I think he just hooped. He just, I mean, it's just, the boy is just a beast. Great. Uh, uh, oh, where are we at now? Are we operating at, at 10? Seven? No, I think we seven? I think we have a consensus. What, did you agree with the Jalen Phillips pick? Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, so let, let, let's just make sure we're on the same page. So we got Phillips, we got PS2, we got Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts. We have Devontae. Devontae Sertain. and Jamar Chase. I said, yeah, I got PS2 in there. So oh, I got seven all together. We got seven. seven. Okay. And we got Zach sitting to the side. We got Trey Lance sitting to the side. Okay, that's cool. Um, I got a big boy from Northwestern O-lineman, Sean Slater. Slater. That's a big old boy. Yeah, that's, that's a mountain he can, he, he can move, too. He is a mountain. I'm with that. Boom. Is it, oh, is it, is it me now? Uh, Yeah, I think it's back on you. Okay. So we got a solid eight. You agree with that one? I agree. Yeah. Agree with the Slater pick? 
do I want to? Do I want to get my reach in now? Do, do I get another pick? I got a reach right uh, behind. No, you. technically, well, if you don't agree, then the last pick is gonna go to. Huh. No, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna make an honest pick. Um, I think Quiddy Pay is in terms of just players. I think Quiddy Pay is, is like that. I mean, I don't believe he ran a four three and change or whatever they said at his, at his pro day. Whatever ridiculous number they said he ran, but I do think that boy is is nasty. He does he does work on that. Did, he does do work. You know, you know. I, you, I guess I gotta pull. You know, I like my big blue guys. I didn't see much Penn State football this year, so I, I can't. Pretty really pay is Michigan. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were talking about the uh, away. Penn State. No, that's oh, a linebacker. Away, I think his name is. Okay. I'm going Quiddy. I think Quiddy Pay is is a top ten just like player in this draft. I think he's I think he's like that. You with that? I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. He I'll does. take it, but can I sneak my pick in? I mean, you is next. You was yeah, on you next. So oh, this a, is the last one. We got, oh, we got a, a solid legit, nine. We got a legit nine so yeah. far. Go ahead and get your reach in. This is a reach oh, from gosh. the bottom. Oh, come on. It, it, wait, wait, and it's not it a, for selfish reasons. Is it a reasonable reach, Is it a homer pick? Though? Yes, it's a homer. It's oh, going to be Asante Samuel Jr. No. He's the best corner in the draft. No, he's not. He is. I don't even think he's the second best corner. Stop I it, think man. he's the number four corner in this draft. No, he's not. I, I think he is. Take all right. If he was Patrick Sertain's size, would but he be? Not, the, but he's not. But you, but come he's on, not. come but on, he's now. not. I think I think he has really good ball skills. He comes from clearly good stock, but he's he's got the pedigree. He's very tiny. He's small man, and I and he's I don't the same size as his dad. I, the thing I don't is he see, the same size as his dad. McKin- he's the same. He's bigger than Mackenzie Alexander, who is considered a top five corner in the league, maybe behind Jalen Ramsey. He's he's not in in this draft. That size is you got to throw the size problem. thing out the window. No, man. it matters. And because the, the thing is, he's going to play the nickel, and I don't see a I don't see as like a tenacious like to be small in this in this league and play the nickel. You got to be tenacious. Like obviously think, the standard I, in the nickel is I think he's got that. I think he's got that. He's just not like honey. tackling because you got to be able to tackle. He can tackle. In today's I, he, no, he, he can life. tackle. Now again, if you're gonna compare he him has, to the honey badger, that's that's I, I get if that's the standard, that's the standard. but yes, that's not fair to him because right. he might be. He, I think he can do very well in the nickel. And I, I don't think you should just force him in the nickel just because it's that's his size. It's a size thing because Mackenzie Alexander starts. <laughs> On the outside, and he's probably one of the best corners in the league. How how big was he's how big is McKenzie Alexander? He's, he's not better than Caleb Farley. He's not. Oh, from uh, VTech. Yeah, yeah. He's not better than Caleb Farley. Oh, and what, all bias aside, it's, it's just not. And what doesn't what makes him not better than him? Size. <laughs> size okay. matters. Yeah, I mean it, it does. And your pause. ability to it, be a pause. And your ability to be a every down corner in this league, you got to be able to run. And you gotta have size. You do. It, it just it just matters. It now just, I'm just interested. That's the league we're I'm, in now. What do you consider size? Me. Uh, so when it comes to me, I like I like long athletic corners. I'm talking like I was a huge Drake Kirkpatrick fan. Me too. In college. Me too. Six three you runs like down. a horse. You let me know. I like I like long big corners. So I like PS two. I like Caleb Farley. You know. I like Jamel Dean from the Bucks. He's big. I like big corners. And, you know, a nickel corner, you, you got to go to the right system for it to work well. I don't think he's a plug anywhere kind of guy. Like, to me, when I think of, like, to be the best corner in a draft, in most drafts, 
you got to be a guy, I don't care what the roster looks like, what the scheme is, plug him in and he works. Like you plug PS2 anywhere, he's good money. I'm not with you on that. It's, if if we had time, we could look up all the corners in the league and look at the size. A lot of those guys in the tops in the so, league is under 5'11", or 5'11". Yeah, so height-wise, he's the same height as McKenzie Alexander. He gives up 12 pounds to him. Um, Which you could gain. Uh, some people can gain 12 pounds, but I think for a small, a leaner guy, gaining 12 pounds of muscle is a lot. Okay. But they're the same size, essentially. No, he's 12 pounds lighter. Okay, sure. I'm, I'm not saying 12 pounds. Coming from the guy that wanted long corners, they're the same height. <laughs> he's not, listen, but 12 pounds ain't going to completely either. make or so break them. But, but the if you're not going to be long, then, at least, then you, you need to be well-built and strong. So and now I you're don't go, see you're, that You're going me. to well-built. Are, are we talking height or well-built? Because I think you're, you're not going to use the height. If you're not going to have the height, you then need to be well built and able to up because again, if you're playing the nickel, you got to be able to come down and run support. You got to be able to get off blocks. Okay. And I, I don't, I he played, he didn't. I don't see that from him. And I, I, I watch a lot of free shoes football, unfortunately, and I just don't see him. Sorry, okay. I, I think he's really good, and I, I think, think he'll have a decent career. But in terms of being will. the I best corner in too. this draft, nah, I'm not gonna fight for him anymore. We'll, we could put him off to the side. Pump, what's, what's I'm your with you on the fact that I think that he he does have a high ceiling. I'm think, with you on that. A, I, I like to just really let, it, let it. Let's let it play out. Okay. Well, then, oh, so 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 you went so you went reach with your final pick. So it's on. It's back on me. Right? Yeah. So we need a consensus tenth pick. A consensus tenth pick. I mean, to to finish um, this I, thing out. I guess I kind of feel like. Farley might be that guy. Did anybody I ain't mad at it. anybody give him? I, mean, I ain't mad I, at I it. I think though. I think he's a solid corner. I ain't mad at it. Okay. Wow. I am impressed that we were able to get that done. I did not think it was gonna go. You know, I had to move. I had man. to go for my guy, man. So my reach pick it. was gonna be Jamar Chase. Is that a reach? I mean, not not Jamar Chase. Oh. Terrence Marshall. Okay. I see why though. Terrence Marshall was gonna be my reach pick. And you know this. I am really, really high on Terrence Marshall. I think he is, I think he's the most underrated player in this draft. Like I don't understand it. He's 6'3, 200 pounds, runs, catches. He put up, he had more, I think the stat was he had more touchdown catches than Kadarius Tony and only played six games. Mm-hmm. Like Terrence Marshall. Can play ball, former five star mm-hmm. recruit, and I don't understand why he's being disrespected so much in his draft. I don't get it. Well, his teammates better. Well, what is, is better in college? I his think his teammate I, didn't even play this year. He he won the uh, Bolitnikov the year Two before. Two years ago, he made a business decision look, not to play. But you look at what Terrace did in six games. That's better than what most receivers do in a full season. Oh, trust me, I'm with you. Okay, okay. I think okay, I think okay. he's gonna have the DeAndre Hopkins effect. Like he wasn't highly touted. I it was Sammy Watkins, and then you get to the league, and he's the guy. You so, made that comparison. You yeah, did. So I'm I'm, not, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm not overly upset with that. Paul, what you about to say? Oh, nothing. I mean, if you're gonna talk about Louisiana State University guys, then is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So yeah, you know, you know how I feel about Louisiana State. I think the kid's underrated, man. Like, he is my, which I, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. I was going to save, like, the sleeper pick, mm. you know, but he's my sleeper pick. I think right. somebody's going to come way up on that kid. I'm not, I'm, 
Trust me, I'm I'm good with it. Do we want to revisit real quick the the Zach Wilson and the Trey Lance conversation, or we we just tabling that? What are we doing with that? Because they're they're over here time? hanging out. You got the time? I mean, no, we never really have time. We, we, but we always let's, have let's indulge some time. a little bit. I'll indulge oh. a little bit. I almost want to make it like a like a Lincoln Douglas debate, like. With- <laughs> That's really nerdy. That's, a, that's an amazing reference. Thanks. That was one of my favorite style of debating. Is it? Yeah. Summer school when you when you do when you take summer was, was, school was that, by was that choice at, was that at, at Yale? universities. That's huh? Was that at Yale? No, it's Princeton. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse it me. was. Ooh. I actually, I actually won the um the debate competition. Nice. Because I'm a nerd. It's, I'm a, it's well documented. What was I doing in the summer? Working. You were playing football, which most high school kids yeah. like doing. Probably was at a, at a camp somewhere. I wasn't doing either one of them. So. And you were at Princeton debating. I was fun. I actually, I have a gavel. I won the I won the competition, the debate competition. Oh, nice. This is uh, makes it all makes sense now. You find a way to debate everything. Yes. It could be purple, but you... Oh, it's not purple. It's, it's lilac. Else. It's lilac. It's a, it's it's a, a shade of, of purple. Mm-hmm. A little splash of magenta. <laughs> okay. Oh, whatever. All right. This is you. You threw out Zach first. I'll take Zach. State, state your case. Pat Mahomes. Oh, my. No, no. I'm. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I was about to hit the stop button. <laughs> Show's over. We're mm-hmm. done. He's got all the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Granted, he didn't play for a, a great school, a well-known school, but he's got all the mechanics that Trevor Lawrence has, Justin Field has. I think if you plug him in their offense, he does the same thing. And you see flashes of NFL ability, top-level NFL ability. I've gone on record saying he's compare, I compare him to Pat Mahomes, but he could be Matty Ice. Which is still a good career. A, it's a good career, but there's a big difference between <laughs> Matt Ryan and Pat Mahomes. It like, is. There's a there's an there's huge gap between those two people. Is it a huge gap? Yes, we're talking about generational not- changing the game. Pat Mahomes to oh, yes. Matt Ryan. I'm thankful I had Julio Jones. My career, like sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's not totally fair. You act like Matt Ryan also didn't have a really good college career. 28-3. Enough said. (laughs) Thank you. I digress. Thank you. But go on. He's he's one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft. He's number three. Why isn't he in the top ten? I'm actually not mad at you saying he's in the top three. Not mad at that. Okay. Would you like to rebuttal or do you want to make your case? How, How are we doing this? You state your case, and we got to come to something on this. All right. I mean, <clears throat> you enjoy this. No, nah, nah, you don't. You don't understand how much I'm. I'm liking this. If if Trey Lance did what he did in a higher division, a higher, a different conference, everybody would look at him and say, "Man, this man might be a generational talent," right? He's got two. He's got what two national championships, I believe, at North Dakota State. I believe he won yeah. two. So in the year where he was just solid, the man, he threw no interceptions. I don't care what level of football you play. I don't Actually, care if you play division. He only he was a starter in twenty nineteen. That's what I'm saying. In the year where he was the guy, right? So he in threw, terms of now, he only. Act, I mean, 
he won. He he, he was won a part. He was a part time. of a national championship that first year. He mm-hmm. led them to another national championship, mm-hmm. right? In that season, he threw no interceptions. Again, yeah. that's extremely impressive. He's six four. He has an amazing arm. He 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 has the 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 physical tools to be that guy, right? So it's not like he went there didn't win. He did win. The minute he stepped in there, he won. So he's a winner. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't care what what level of competition. If if right now if you give me a high school quarterback at Lakewood that throws twenty five touchdowns and no picks, you are gonna knock him for playing Pinellas Park or? State. But that's my point. Yeah, you you win state not so, throwing interceptions. So he played three years at North Dakota. No, he was, he was, he was there, there for two. Two years. He was the he man for one. one. So he's he's got one. So that's my problem right there. He's only got one year under his belt. That mm-hmm. could have been just a great year. It was I, a great year. Now, that's, now, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But he didn't. He, how many games did they play this year? He didn't play this year. Didn't play. They didn't play. Mm-hmm. So no, he didn't. We, play. I, we didn't get anything from him this year. To but to be fair. When you look at Zach Wilson's numbers, he only had one good year. Like last year, he started mm-hmm. 11 touchdowns, nine picks. He didn't have a great year. Okay. Threw for 2,400 yards. This He's only had one elite year, which is the argument I said to you. Mm-hmm. Was anybody talking about Zach Wilson two years ago? No. He had one elite year, and now that has propelled him to the draft, which is why I made the Mitch Trubisky com- comparison because <laughs> Mitch had fair. one really, really good year. He only had the one. So when you're looking he at Trey, you're looking one at one really good year. No, Mitch had a good year no, in North he, Carolina. It was good. They good beat, year. They beat us. He had a if good you, year. If you <laughs> and listen, and, and when you're at Duke, the floor is really low. Right? You ain't got to do a lot to catch eyes when you're at Duke. But so to be fair, though, Carolina, Trey had that's, one that's elite year. Point. Zach had one elite year. So what sets them apart? Um, I think winning is huge. He won. Carson Wentz won there though. That's 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 a program known for Carson Wentz was also an MVP candidate for a season. That's what I'm saying though. That that program is like the program. That's Alabama in in that conference. So it's, okay. they're always gonna win. It's not like so so is it so is it fair to now look at prospects that come from Alabama and say, well, that's Alabama. They're always going to win. They're not really that good. No, it's not it's not fair. So is that is that so, so is that the treatment we're going to give Trey Lance because well, he's at this perennial winner, but when he stepped in there again, you still got to play the game. Right. And he played it to the highest level you could. He had 28 touchdowns and no picks. That's hard to do. That's very hard to do. And that's exactly what he did. And he won a natty. On a great team, uh, Zach was at BYU. Okay, so but I mean, are we talking about anybody else on that on that team besides Trey Lance? It's not that we're talking about that he has this you know great running back that's out there. We're not talking about any wide receivers that are coming well, out we, there. We, we we're not talking about, about a great old line. Though. But for it's like we don't know we anybody know on BYU because maybe he didn't elevate. Maybe maybe he didn't elevate any of these guys, or maybe with what with, with whatever he had. Trey Lance just made them better. Zach Wilson apparently with eleven and nine can't make anybody better. You make a you make a valid point. I can't I can't disagree with any of that. I guess for me, mm-hmm. I saw more better throws from Zach Wilson. Okay. I didn't see much of Trey Lance. 
That's fair. I wish I would have saw more, but I have to go with what I saw. I got you. And I think that's what a lot of the execs are going with right now. I don't think he should go ahead of the, the top two guys, but um, oh, well, I, I, th- I think you I can... mean he's definitely not going over Trevor, right? And then at this point, all of a sudden, I feel again. I, I think in the last episode, I mentioned how I feel like at some point now, because you know you have that guy who's locked in. He's been the number one pick for the mm-hmm. last two years now, right? Yeah. Whenever Trevor's gonna come out, he's gonna be the number one pick. Right. Which again, before him, I felt like that was Andrew Luck. Before him, that was Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Like where you just know these guys are gonna be your staple for years to come, for since decades. Fresh, since they were freshmen, right? <laughs> yeah. So I guess now all of a sudden you got a bunch of you know um, scouts, some of the talking heads on radio. They're just grasping at straws now to try to find to be that guy that said, "I told you so." We found the next Pat Mahomes, and mm-hmm. I said it on radio, you know, four or five months ago. Right. I feel like in a way that's what they're trying to do to muddy the waters because I don't think that anybody should go ahead of Justin Fields. Second, I oh, think he should be the second quarterback off the board. I'm with you on that. And now all of a sudden I feel like they're trying to make up. So so do you think narratives. that's what they're doing? That's why Zach Wilson has rose so high on certain people's draft board because they're just trying to recreate the Pat Mahomes effect? I, I, I honestly get that vibe sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, again, like, the, what are we talking about? It's so negative all of a sudden about Justin Fields, right? We saw him take this hit, and all of a sudden, everybody was like, man, that, that boy's a warrior. Mm-hmm. We, we, you want him on your team. And now he's got character issues? Like, where did that come from? Like, you're, you're digging up stuff that's not even there just to be right. Right. And it's weird. And like I said last week, sometimes they do that so that guy could fall to him. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's all a game. And in a way, I felt like weren't we kind of talking about Kyle Trask the same way we're talking about Zach Wilson a, a few a few months ago? Like he was in Heisman talks for a while. Oh yeah, he was. and now all of a sudden he's just poof and gone. And we've replaced him with Mac Jones. And now we've. I, I feel That's like it's really weird to me. Again, mm-hmm. it's like. We're trying to find that guy. I think everybody wants to be able to say, man, I told you about Pat Mahomes. I told you about Dak Prescott. I told you about I, – I wouldn't be surprised if – um, what's your, what's your guy from uh, TAMU, Mon, all of a sudden? Oh, Kelly. Oh. If he gets projected, like, look at him. He's a four-year starter. He's run a pro-style system. He's run – just to mm-hmm. hype him up to now, just, again, muddy the water for somebody just to be right. Yeah. It's no, weird. You might be right. And I just can't wait to see who's actually right. That's the thing. Yeah. Because yeah. we could all be wrong, and it could be Trask. That's the yeah. the, the Tom Brady or whatever of this class. He, he very well could be. I hope he ain't, but he very well could be. You're right. Okay, that's, well. That's gross if it is. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. Let's play a game of Somebody Said. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? This one, Somebody Said It. But this one is more so I'm 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 calling it I'm calling it Kappa Real Rap. Okay. Okay. Kevin Durant in an interview says, talking about championships. It's not about, you know, let's go get this championship. I appreciate that stuff and I want to I want to win to experience that stuff, but it's not the end all be all of why I play the game. Cap. That Kappa is that real rap. Cabin, cap, big cap. <laughs> that was nice and easy. Why? Why is that not? Why is that not real rap? You left. 
I have to ask these questions. You know I, why. I hope people know like when we're doing the show and I'm asking these questions, it's not because I don't believe it or oh. I think differently. I'm asking just for the sake of conversation. Oh, I, trust me. We, we get it. We all know. Okay. And I have no problem ever talking about Kevin Durant as a cornball. Cornball brother. And you know and what? I can't get fired for saying Nope. <laughs> and again, I will always preface that he's probably going to end up being one of the top 10 greatest basketball players to ever play in the NBA. Can't disagree with that. I'll put that out there. However, he's probably on that list of top 10, the corniest one of all of them. Not mad at that either. All the things he does is avoidable, though, from being a cornball. (laughs) He just goes looking to be a cornball. He's like the most, one of the most fragile superstars I've ever seen in my life. And it's not like he has like a little man complex. You're seven feet tall. <laughs> and it's not like he's been doubted all his life. You've been that guy forever. Literally it's, it's, ever. It's like the Aisha Curry effect. You just want attention. You just want like, but he's gotten it forever. He wants more. He, he, he doesn't get Texas. LeBron attention. You the man. You in AAU the man. You in DC, you the man. He was always the man. You go to, 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 you're still a legend in Seattle. That one little year you played in Seattle was one of the best rookie years ever. Yeah. You take this little small, tiny franchise in Oklahoma to a championship. You got beat by a better team, one of the greatest teams of all time, or mm-hmm. one of the greatest assemblages of talent, and you and you lost. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you, man? I, I don't know. They were, I, don't, I don't get that, man. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody, they were talking about it. Um, I was watching a show earlier today, and they were, they were saying that they think Katie and Kyrie say these things specifically to get reactions from people like simply to be talked about like they yeah. say it and they sit back with each other and look at the reaction because when they say it people react people talk like it it gets a response which i don't know if that's cynical or is like is it maniacal or are you really but just need, in need of attention that much when i when i, I when i found out he was he just says stuff is when he said what happened to the playing real basketball and not joining all these teams. Oh, he's like, everybody's joining the Lakers yeah. in the heat. What happened to what happened to competition? And then you go join Golden State. So you're yeah. not you're not a man of your word. You're just throwing stuff out he's, there and he's a cornball. It's gonna come back. He's a cornball. Okay. So yeah, Cap. Okay. Cap or Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said the Lakers are using the injuries to AD and Braun to rest him for the playoffs. AD is now going on about seven weeks. It was originally listed three to four week injury. And then Braun, they just said this week, he's looking at another three weeks. So that will put him at six weeks out of basketball. Didn't I tell you this? I could have sworn I told you they're going to rest him to the playoffs. What, he was like, no, three, like three or four weeks. You, you did. You, what has LeBron tweeted about his injury lately? Anything? Um, he tweeted a picture of him and Anthony Davis. Saying that, um, like a storm is coming or something mm. like that. It was some real uh, okay. weatherman ish. Okay, was it Jim Jones? Like, <laughs> no, you never seen that Jim Jones on the weather. It's the, no. it's the, no, I haven't. It's the most hilarious thing ever. Like, he just steps outside of his house and he's just like, you see this foot tap. He's like, yeah, it's real brick out here today, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen. It's that. great. All right, so coming. You say that to say what? Said. It's this. There's no cap. I'm gonna I'm ride with what what Unc was talking about. Like he he called it out. Mm-hmm. Sit him again. Like no, wait now. So 
do you think that's legit what's happening? The yeah. Lakers are just resting them. Yeah, they're resting them. Still winning. They're still we're winning enough. enough. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get to the playoffs, I think and there's no slip, regular season award. I think if we slip to that seventh seed and you got to do that play in, I think they'll bring at least one or two of them back to mm. make sure we don't have to deal with that play in nonsense. Possibly. Like, I don't think that. I don't think, think you'll slip that, that far, far, though. I mean, we're in fifth right now. I don't think you'll slip they brought, that far. They brought Kuz back tonight. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you said. Said it so that's your guy though. That's I thought you was gonna be hype about that. No, Kuz is my guy. There's nothing wrong with Kuz. They just gave him a night. He's been playing a lot of minutes. He was starting. They gave him a night off. I mean, that's that, the NBA we're in now. They added more reinforcements to make sure we get to the playoffs. Oh, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, we brought in uh, Ben McLemore to be what we thought we were hoping Wes Matthews would be. He hasn't been, so you bring in Ben, who's mm-hmm. a shooter, who's gonna let that thing fly. He's willing to shoot. He's very young, J.R. Smithish in the way he's pulling. Like he is gonna pull, but more under control. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Does very he wear, much so. Does he wear shirts? He does wear shirts, nah. and I don't know don't if know he's yet. as big on the henny as Jr. is. But regardless, now every the moves we're making are clearly to gear up for the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why you go get Drummond. Mm-hmm. If, if you didn't think we were going to make a run, what would be the point of bringing in Drummond for one season? Because we probably won't have the money to pay him right. in the off season, right? So what would be the point of even bringing him in if you didn't think we're about to make a deep playoff run and go for another another ti- another title? All right. See how it goes. Okay. This is a long one, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the statement, and then I'm going to give the reason why. Okay. Somebody said Chris Paul is this generation's Jason Kidd for the way he can turn a team around. Now, hear it out. So, Jason Kidd gets drafted by the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Season before he gets there, 13 and 69. They immediately go to 36 and 46 his rookie year. When he goes in, while in Phoenix, mm-hmm. they, never less, they never win less than 50 games except for the lockout year. Lockout year, shortened season, mm-hmm. they, lost less, they won less than 50 games. He goes to Jersey, first season, 26-game improvement his first year, and he leads them to -to back-to-back finals appearances and multiple playoff trips. Then he goes back to Dallas Mm -hmm. and eventually wins a title Mm -hmm. over the big three in Miami. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul, on the other hand, drafted by the Hornets, which the then-known Hornets in Mm -hmm. New Orleans, multiple playoff appearances, starts to get some injuries, whatever like that. He ends up going to the Flippers. They don't miss the playoffs one time, and it sets multiple franchise records. Sets them and then breaks them, like for like team wins in a regular season, individual player accolades, all that good stuff. Then he goes to the Rockets. Probably would have taken them to the finals. They're up three two on Golden State. Mm-hmm. He got a hamstring injury, mm-hmm. misses the last, misses game six, game seven. They lost both games. Then he goes to Oklahoma in what's supposed to be a rebuilding year, right? Mm-hmm. They've traded away everybody for draft picks. They take on Chris, his terrible contract, full-on rebuilding, take him to the playoffs, and go seven games with a James Harden and Russell Westbrook-led Rockets. Mm-hmm. Very well could have won that series. Mm-hmm. Now he's in Phoenix. Phoenix missed the playoffs last year. They currently have the second-best record in the league. They're in the number two spot in the West. Is Chris Paul... This generation's Jason Jason Kidd? Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> no cap. Just gotta win a ring now. But even if he doesn't, happen, even but... if he doesn't, it don't matter. 
pretty much a mirror of his career. Yeah, that's crazy and, though, and ain't that's, it? Yeah, that's that's actually a very interesting breakdown. Uh, round of applause for that. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, I like the way you wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was that was pretty good. Um, that was some good facts, man. Which again is which is why I was I'm, I'm wondering again another one of those guys where he's, he's a he's a douchebag, <laughs> but I want him on my team. You yes. Right. Yeah. And I, I feel like we were having a conversation about Chris Paul not too long ago or something. We were kind of mentioning, like, does he make teams better or something like that? Yeah. Was it here? We were talking about something. I can't remember I exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I don't I don't get why people don't see his effect on teams. Oh, you know what it was? We we're talking about. I think it was Kyrie. And we were asking, is Kyrie oh, that one best, point? guard? Like, are you point a point guard, guard away? Are right. you taking Kyrie yeah, 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 or Chris yeah. Paul? Give me Chris Paul because of that he's yeah. is he one of the greatest leaders yes ever yes he's got to be right yes. so you got to put jason kidd up there too then oh absolutely okay jk yeah. is a great leader yeah i mean and again in in a in an era now to me what's what makes those two guys really dope and especially chris paul now is like now that we're in this era of positionless basketball if you put chris paul on a team he's the one Mm-hmm. He's always going to be the one, and he's going to run that team, right? Where now he's a coach you can, on the floor. He's the coach on the floor, but, I'm, but I, I mean in the sense where you got you know fours that can run the you know run the, the team, a three. Some people have a, a guy who would traditionally play a five. Right. You put Chris Paul on that team, ain't none of that. I'm running this team, and it works. It Every, always works. And at any point, the rock. Chris Paul can drop thirty on you when he feels like it. That's the crazy part. And then for two, three game stretches, he'll have 15 plus dimes. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul is actually that that guy in real life. He, he kind of is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of nuts. I mean, when you and when you hear it out, like, I, so I heard the comp. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this is what somebody said. All this stuff that I, I hear it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, you know, he's like Jason Kidd. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, well, let me, let me think about it. And you start thinking about, like, I've, Forget about the Phoenix stop mm. for Jason Kidd. Oh, blonde hair Jason Kidd? Come on, man. I forget Jun about Tao. that stop. Hmm? June Tao? <laughs> that Tao is a reference? fantastic reference. <laughs> June Tao! <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, yeah. when, when you, I, when I think of Jason Kidd, I think of New Jersey Jason Kidd first. Okay. You know what I mean? I was born in 1990. I, I dig it. I think of J. Kidd, and I'm thinking Jersey is like, oh. Jersey was competitive, like back to back finals. That's the Jason kid I think of, and he, mm-hmm. but then like you, you again start doing your research, you really yeah. start thinking. I was like, yo, Jay has made several stops, mm-hmm. and everywhere he goes, there is a marked difference Listen, in the team. That mm-hmm. first, that first team in Dallas that he was on because he split the uh, rookie of the year with Grant Hill that year, ninety four, who was drafted right behind him, right. So it was him, Mashburn, Jim Jackson. That team was actually pretty nice, young and nice in the West. It was a young team. But yeah, J. Kidd been that dude for a minute. Yeah, great. Hey, man. And also one of the best coaching moments of all time, by the way, on the timeout to get the extra timeout where he had like the, the player come by, he's like, hit me. And like he runs into him, so they they had to stop play because <laughs> oh, now yeah. they had to come clean up the, the oh, court, yeah. and it gave them extra time for them like so to set up a play. That was janky. It was, it was smart. It, very smart. It was janky. It was smart. All right, last one for the night. Somebody said the Denver Nuggets won the trade deadline since March twenty fifth. 
They are eight and one. They picked up Aaron Gordon. We talked about how we felt about the Aaron Gordon pickup. I think, but in terms of the trade deadline, somebody said they won. Who else did they get? Just Aaron Gordon? Yeah, that that was like the the signing. That's, that's cap for me. It's like at no point in time did I ever say, "Hey, you know what? This team was an Aaron Gordon away from winning the ring." <laughs> I don't think anybody said that. They, now, which is why they didn't win. But what a lot of people are saying, well, there weren't a lot of blockbuster That's what I was going to say. They got the best player, it. so that's why they won. Yeah, that's... So, and they got somebody in a position of need. Like, he does bring something mm-hmm. that they did not. Like, you look at that Denver Nuggets team. They're not the most, like, athletic team. And you probably, I probably think that way because the Joker is like the best player on the team, and he is so unathletic. Aaron Gordon make them more athletic. Yeah, (laughs) Aaron Gordon's. I mean, I don't look at Aaron Gordon twice for a dunk contest. That 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 makes your team more athletic, and he's a starter. So because he can jump over a guy on a hoverboard, it's athleticism. The guy can again. I I I honestly don't know what he does besides that. Me too. I was gonna go um, Vic to Miami, but he got hurt. Because yeah, it makes more sense because they're a defensive team. Right. So, but again, he got hurt. Okay. So I got to go Aaron Gordon. You, okay. I mean, there ain't one. Something something changed. Like, there's, he's bringing something to that team. Because before then, like, to be honest, Denver was kind of struggling a little bit. When you look at the conference, even after being 8-1, and one, mm-hmm. that just now got them up to the fourth spot. I think they were one game ahead of the Lakers. And the Lakers have not had their stars for several weeks now. So it has made a stark difference in that team. I think what Aaron's trying to get to is what difference did he make? Yeah, what, I mean, like, what I'm, does he do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at even his career numbers, and he's a 12 and 6 guy. So he's Blake, more younger. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, he, he fills the gap that Jeremy Grant left. Okay. That's really it. But. He's a he's a decent sized guy, six mm-hmm. nine, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, he can jump. He can jump. Mm-hmm. So he brings up athleticism, but they needed wing defense. Mm-hmm. Right, you need, you need a wing defender in the West because somebody's got to guard LeBron I was or say, attempt to try to guard LeBron. It's gonna be Aaron Gordon. It's not gonna be Aaron Gordon. That's what they're gonna put on him. I like that matchup better. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> who, <laughs> give me Bron. I mean, what matchup in the West don't you like against LeBron? Well, I mean, let's be honest. I except think maybe Kawhi. I think Jeremy Grant stood a fighting chance against Le, against LeBron. I think Aaron he Gordon was more is of a pest. stronger, but LeBron is quicker than him. Right, he's get around. LeBron's him. gonna be quicker than Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon, yes, but you need somebody to throw at him at least. Yeah, you're not. Like, yeah, you're not Denver stopping needed, him. You need somebody to throw at the claw. Yeah. You gotta throw a decent sized wing defender at these guys. I hear you. And I think. I mean, you can't throw Joker. You can't throw Murray. So they needed somebody to throw. You can't throw MPJ. He's just not strong enough. Mm. So they needed somebody to throw at those. And that's what you're chasing, right? You're in the West. You're chasing the Lakers. Even though LeBron's out, we all know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's chasing the Lakers. Right. And you're chasing the Flippers. Yeah. Everybody believes those are the two most talented teams. And when it gets to winning time in the playoffs. No, I I, I, I hear you. I, again, I, so I, I, I guess I just look at. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I just look at his stats and I'm looking like, you know, he he barely. This is this is weird. These are very weird stats, and you know how I feel about big men not being able to get rebounds. So again, to be a six eight six nine guy, like your career average is one offensive rebound a game, is weird. What was his total rebounds a game? Six, six a game. Yeah, and he's averaging barely a block a game. I'm not surprised. He's, so, he's so a wing again, defender. 
he he doesn't he doesn't play he doesn't play a big position. He's playing wing defense. Like so I said, I just really don't know. Like Again, I, I mean, even being here in Florida, besides two dunk contests being robbed, I've never known what the man does. <laughs> and again, if that's what it's going to be to get you over the LeBron hump, <laughs> no, yeah, if it's Aaron no, Gordon, that ain't going to be it. <laughs> no, this is just this is just who won the trade deadline. So yeah, so in all, moment, so in all fairness, think, yes. they lost. <laughs> <laughs> they well, lost. based on what was available, they won. I think they won. Yeah, because yeah. of the trades that happened. I but think they in won. the grand scheme of things, they lost. Yeah. Well, again, in the grand scheme of things, they were they were already losing, and they yeah. were going to lose. <laughs> like, like, just to, look like, better. To, to me, yeah. them picking that up is like a comparison. We're all hungry one night, and I get something, and y'all don't. Well, yeah, I won because I'm not hungry. I had an old sandwich off the, the the tray from McDonald's. I didn't eat good. Right. You win by default. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I ate. Y'all didn't. It wasn't good. And gave me the runs, but I ate. Yeah, I'm full. It's better not eating. Sure. Okay. Damn. Man, that was. Are we ending on that? Yeah. Nah. Oh, you ain't got nothing. You ain't got. Your, put your hand up. Oh. Oh. Snatch the hit. Dang, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish you could have ended on June Tao. <laughs> Listen, we. It's a good episode. No, episode. I think we always have good episodes. Oh, and by the way, you were you were actually right. Uh, Mitch actually did have a decent year that he year. Man, he only threw four picks. He did. He just wasn't good as the rest of us. Oh, I was also wrong about Lamarcus Aldridge. He is starting in Brooklyn. Oh. I said he went to Brooklyn to come off the bench. I was wrong. He started. He got bullied by Andre Drummond. He got bodied. <laughs> <laughs> Keep like, him out there. <laughs> literally, they were giving the, the the little man, the two little. Everybody hey, holding the their hands disrespected. Like, so don't do that in front of me after you just nah. dunked on me or something. Nah, I like it. I mean, you gotta love it. But no, he he got bullied by Andre Drummond, and I, and I saw some Nets fans on Twitter, which I always feel like everybody's a Nets fans a bandwagon. But anyway, right. so, you know, so, yeah. so my boy, uh, my boy Charles. But anyway. I've never been a Nets fan in my life. No, I, I got a homie who is. So I've never met a Golden is. State fan until they start being. I've known one. That's I've true. only known one person. They Legit? actually are from Oakland. Yes. Okay, you got to be from Oakland. Yeah. If you're not from Oakland, I don't buy yeah. your Golden State fan. If you're from St. Pete, you're a Golden State fan. Not buying it. Right. No, but I I actually do know one legitimate okay. Nets fan. My boy Chu, um, but yeah, I saw some Nets fans on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like they were like. It's kind of concerning that Andre Drummond he bullied Lavarga's all just like that because he, he did. I mean, listen, they picked up the wrong big man. I mean, Andre was there. They, they should have got Drummond over L.A. Uh, I think Drummond already knew. He had been in L.A. This is mm-hmm. like the reports go. He had been in L.A. for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. He hadn't played ball in like a month. He was already in L.A. and it was okay. it was more so a matter of time as a, a matter of when as opposed to if. Okay. So they they got. I guess what was mm-hmm. left of the best. I mean, Marcus Aldridge, he brings three point shooting. Actually, I guess just real quick. So, so LeBron is coming off of an, uh, uh, pleased. A, yeah, I am a <laughs> so, serious <laughs> injury. Okay, so LeBron is coming off of a serious injury. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. AD status, you know, he's coming off his whatever. Are you guys? What's your level of concern, if if if, if any, of them going into the playoffs being healthy? Considering what the you know Phoenix has done, but any of these teams have done right now, if they are healthy, healthier than the Lakers going into the playoffs, what's your level of concern? I would be more concerned if I was getting robbed by a blueberry bagel. Interesting. 
No concern whatsoever. None. I'm semi-concerned. What? Well, you're always well, yeah, he's always concerned. No, always concerned. I'm not. I'm not concerned about LeBron because I know he knows his body. He's gonna come back and be LeBron. But AD, he's had a history of injuries, so we don't. You don't want to bring him back too early. AD's not hurt. He almost hurt his calf, and they sat him down. Man, AD's always hurt. Not really. Yes. He, no. You have to I remember. Think, you, have think, to, you have to remember. Anthony Davis in New Orleans was the entire city. Okay. Like he was that whole pro. So anytime you think something might be wrong, he has to be sat down and you sit him down until you are absolutely sure he's good to go. Anthony Davis could be playing basketball right now. I, I know that full fledged and all them, those games he missed in New Orleans, the games he missed, if he missed 20, he could have came back in 10. Do you think that's ultimately what's wrong with Anthony Davis? Because I told you, I've always questioned... babies. Yeah, because I always question why he can't get up and be great every single night. It he seems can. like he either doesn't want to or he can't. He can. He, he just doesn't have that can. in him. No, he can. Certain people so don't again, has I it can. in him. I know he has it, but yeah, he doesn't. There. He doesn't no, wake doesn't. up every night and say, I am actually one of the best 10 players in the game. He's not a killer. It, it's, it's more so of a... It, it's almost like it becomes a crutch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you know, you were a nerd in school like myself. Mm-hmm. And you knew when you actually had to put in the work. Mm-hmm. But until you actually had to put in the work, you didn't. You're like, eh, Coach. I don't have to yet. Yeah. You know, interesting. Eh, it's a paper due Friday. I'll write it Thursday night. So I, so I guess in a weird way, I saw that through the playoffs last year. Like in the regular season, fine. If you're in New Orleans, we ain't going nowhere. Okay, kind of fine, but you're still a competitor. But in last year's playoffs, I still, I, I still felt I saw those games where Anthony Davis would get off early and then all of a sudden he's gone from quarters two to four. Do you think yeah. he, he used LeBron as a crutch? Hey, I got so so no, it was more so. I said it. They those two, both of them, load managed on the court when they were when they were playing this year. They do. You can tell when LeBron mm-hmm. is trying to get it, and you can tell when he's he's just out there. I don't think AD is in a position to load manage. I understand on this team he can though. He can't because he has. He LeBron. shouldn't. He shouldn't though. Why not? What what am I chasing? He's the best player on the court. What am I chasing though? I'm still going to compete for a title, right? When when yeah. the Lakers needed so him he to does, make big so plays, so he he don't want to be great. Then basically, I don't he think just, he's he's not chasing being in the greatest argument. I don't think okay. He's he is content with winning championships, which he very well has the opportunity to do now. He's won one. Mm-hmm. He's had an opportunity. I think he's content winning championships and making his bread. So I think, I think again, you and me had this conversation last year, which is ultimately now my concern. If, if LeBron hangs it up after next year. We got to go get somebody. Oh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. I mean, everybody knows that. Spider. Everybody knows that. Again, which is interesting considering Spider. you brought Anthony Spider. Davis in here to build off of when LeBron leaves. No. No? I, I hope no. Rob Palenka doesn't think that. because no. You don't not, think that? No. We you, brought Anthony Davis in to maximize having LeBron. But once, but yeah. but, if, but once LeBron is gone, and you don't want to leave the cover bare like he's done no, everywhere it, he's gone, it won't be bare because you have Anthony Davis, who is a top five talent or in the to league. Track. But you will still need to go get somebody else, and everybody knows it, including Anthony Davis. That's interesting. Anthony Davis is not going to carry. He's not going to carry a team to a chip, and he he knows that he, has he tried to. He which tried. is why he left New Orleans. He, he couldn't well, do it. That wasn't even close. You can't, I mean, uh, they made the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it wasn't close. They made the playoffs, uh, but, and then they get the injuries. Yeah, but regardless, 
I think he's fully aware of that, and I think every honest Laker fan is fully. We didn't bring in Anthony Davis to be the face of this so, team. So in again, the future. we brought so, him in to maximize the fact that we got LeBron James. So again, to me, that's interesting. If if everybody again, everybody talks about Anthony Davis as either a top five, top ten talent in the league, I think right? He's top five. Okay, so if he's top five in the league, mm-hmm. name me the other top five guys who aren't gonna who you would say, yeah, they're top five, but we're not building around that guy. That's weird to me. It's very weird. So that's why. So that's why again, like, yeah, top five, top five five potential, no talent. Again, potential talent because he does not do that eighty-two games a season. Would you build around James Harden? Absolutely. Mm, I would. I think the Rockets tried to. I don't know. It may not be easy, but I would. I don't know. I think you build around right now. You build around LeBron. You build around KD. You know what? Actually. I'm going to disagree. I think you can build around Anthony Davis. And I think mm-hmm. it's easier to build around an Anthony Davis than a James Harden because mm-hmm. he doesn't need the ball all the time because he's not coming out every night saying, I'm trying to be the best guy every single night. So, I think that makes it easier but, to build around. So, so he has to be the best guy when it, it matters. But in certain in moments, he will be. Like we saw in the playoffs. Yeah, like can we count on that though? That's exactly. Because he did last year. They well, were nice. Because he had LeBron exactly. to fall back on. You're not going to find. Yeah, when not, LeBron leaves, you're not getting KD. You're not getting whoever that is above James Harden. You, a Damian Lillard with Anthony Davis can go compete for a chip. I can and you see give, that. And you give mm-hmm. them enough support pieces or mm-hmm. a Devin Booker. And Anthony Davis can go get a chip. Okay. Like, and I think that's why it's easier. It's I think it's all it will always be easier to build around big men than guards. Because a lot of times, to my argument about Zion, they're not the primary ball handler anyway. So you mm-hmm. you need somebody who's gonna be your primary ball handler, mm-hmm. who's also that dude. And it's much easier to do that when your best players are big. Maybe. Like Joel Embiid is easier to build around. Than a James Harden, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I guess you can go get him a James Harden. You can go get him a D Book, a Damian Lillard, a Spider Mitchell, mm-hmm. as opposed to if I got James Harden, I can't go get Spider. He's not. It's not going to work mm-hmm. as well. So I think it's easier to build around a big than it is a guard. So I think you can build around Anthony Davis. I guess my bottom line of that is how does AD handle the pressure of being the guy? Again, if even you go, if you even if you, go, if you put great talent around Dame, him, if you go get a Dame Lillard, Dame will be the guy. You go get a deep so book. So then he's not the guy. the guy. Which I, I don't, he doesn't have to be the guy. Okay. He doesn't. In terms of, when you look at the Lakers offense, the offense, uh, uh, when Anthony Davis is on the floor, the offense will run through Anthony Davis. And LeBron James, which to his credit, said it would happen. He said, we are going to run through Anthony Davis. And he did it. And I think he did it to a fault when Anthony Davis first got there. Mm-hmm. He tried to but, force it. Right. Even when it wasn't there. But the offense does run through Anthony Davis. And then the nights where he's, Giving you sixty percent, LeBron's like, all right, fine, I'll go, I'll go get mine, and we'll win this game. So no, I think you don't like. 60%. I think it's just frustrating. It's frustrating the fact oh, that how good yeah, he can be yeah, and I, that he doesn't go get it. Every yeah, night. and that's 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 my thing with him. It's no, like I don't blame it, you. it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to have a crutch like LeBron James, right? Yeah. Right, and then when that crutch ain't there, it's like okay, so you're gonna go get like you said if you get a dame lillard all right so dame but dame is that man every exactly. single night mm-hmm. and that's what he'll need and that's again so again every time we talk about him as top five top ten talent a lot of times i don't want to put him there because i see where you can be mm-hmm. but you're not you know there's I nothing mean. that he does consistently to put him in the top five but or when top you, ten when you're talking about guys who can do Everything on talent a court, alone. the talent, top like five. just the ability. No, nobody I, has more ability. I mean, it's I don't hard knock to that. Name That's what I'm saying. I don't knock ability. that. 
That's that's not what I'm knocking. So when I say he's top five, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like in terms okay. of ability, there's, there's nothing he can't do. He guards your one through your mm-hmm. five. He can shoot for the three. Mm-hmm. Mid range is nasty. He can dribble good mm-hmm. enough. Like there's yeah. nothing he can't do. So Absolutely. you gotta put Except him for in. wake up and do it every day. But you know, yeah. But that's not about ability. That's about want to. So it's a different conversation. You like that? Are we like that ending a little better? I love it. We stole it. We, you we like stole, that? <laughs> we stole an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> Easily. As always, the man in my right is Unc Shay. Go nose. The man in my left is Punk. Yes, sir. I go by Breeze. Appreciate y'all falling through. Catch y'all in the next go. Go Mapes. The Mapesies. Go Mapes. <laughs> Mapes. I just had to do it. I'm sorry. I just got to tell you what I mean.